Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Buttholes. Buttholes. I'm doing yep. my... Uh... Vocal warm-ups. Buttholes. Gorilla taxi. Buttholes. Condors hey, in an airplane <laughs> robbing a bank. Uh, hi. Hello, everyone. My name is David Bell. My name isn't. It's Tom Ryan. And, and we just watched Jim Henson's The, the Cube. cube. <laughs> the Cube. You all know The Cube. Classic Jim Henson film. The Cube. What is this place? What's it for? <laughs> we ask that question ourselves once in a while. Some people find it hard to believe. Too good to be true, I guess. But, but I don't understand why I'm being... I thought you might not understand. That's why I dropped by. One thing I suppose nobody told you about the call button. The what? <laughs> I thought not. It's right over here on the wall. If you need anything, just ring any time of the day or night. Well, I never noticed this before. Oh, yes, all the cubes... Uh, that is, uh, that call button was always here. There are other cubes? I uh, know. I didn't mean to say that. Why not? Well, it's not that you shouldn't know, certainly, but I just hate to mislead you. But there are other places with people trapped inside them. No, that's not accurate at all. No one is trapped. Some people seem quite content and stay. Of course, there are others who wish to leave, and if they really want to, there's no real problem. Well, what do they do? They just leave. Yeah. Uh, so listen, it's Thursday, fuckers, right? It's Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just checking in. So that means uh, we're doing a patron request. That's correct. This is from Burrito Mouth. Thank mm. you, Burrito Mouth. Burrito Mouth has been giving us uh, I guess, cube. I guess. Thank you, Burrito Mouth. Yeah. Well, it's only an hour long. True. Uh, Burrito Mouth gave us all the cube movies, uh, and then gleaming the cube. And now Jim Henson's the cube. And now cube. Jim Henson's the cube. I appreciate, I respect the hell out of the bit. Yeah, and um, it's not over. There's at least two more cube films. I'm sure. In our future. I'm sure. Yeah. This one is um, uh, 1969. Nice. Yeah. Jim Henson, it was, um, you know, like, it, 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 it was a, it went on, it aired on, it's technically a t- TV play. It's a TV play that aired twice. Uh, in the 60s, late 60s, and early 70s, uh, until he started to focus on, you know, other things. The stuff that Jim Henson is famous for. But yeah, Can if you, you imagine if he this really uh, took well, off and he well, was just doing cube stuff? If you, you can watch, I think, all of the films he made in college, you can see, uh, they're pretty out there. Like, he was really experimenting with shit. And this, this movie, or this play, rather, um, when you watch it, it really does. It's it is kind of ahead of its time. When when I learned that it was 1969, it really surprised me. Oh yeah, imagine the fucking stoned bastards walking watching this shit on TV. This is like the Adult Swim before its time, where it's like, oh, can you imagine just getting blazed out of your mind, and then this coming on, and you're like, what the fuck? It might be uh, the only way to watch it because it is an hour long. It took me over two hours to watch it. It's all right. Let's start with how we liked it. Yeah. Um, I don't think this is 
You're right. It's before its time, but I think it's it wasn't very good. No, it's uh, not very good. It reeks of it's. I'm 16 and this is deep. Um, yes. It's it's way more eloquent than that. Jim Henson's a good writer. Yeah, for sure. Like the actual script is pretty good in terms of like the dialogue and how people interact with each other and stuff. Right. Um, it is. It's. It's beating an i. It's it's it has a, an idea at its core that I think is a good idea. But it beats it to death for an hour. <laughs> this should have been. This could have been a short film. It should have been a uh, Twilight Zone episode. In fact, yeah. I have seen this as a Twilight Zone episode, or or something very similar. It's not exactly yeah. this, but for for me, the biggest takeaway is this was a reminder that the people who made the Muppets are a bunch of stoned hippies, and uh, and like that, like the Muppets, much like a lot of children's programming, is for kids and stoned adults. Yeah. You know, like avent- Adventure Time, et cetera, where it's like this, we've always done this. Oh, yeah. No, Jim uh, Henson was kind of at the, he was like the, he invented that almost. Yeah, he's the pioneer of Pretty this much. bullshit. Yeah, I, I, I'm hard pressed to think of somebody before him that you that would be uh, analogous. Is this film available? I don't think so. I, I don't think so. And I, I, normally I'd be like, oh, that's a shame because people would want to watch the movie before listening mm-hmm. to the podcast. This isn't one of those times. I don't think no. people need to watch this. No, it's it's really, again, like I said, it's it's well written, but it is it is just one idea, and the idea becomes clear pretty early, and then you still yes. have like forty eight minutes left in this film. Yeah, and boy, does it do some stuff that <laughs> made me angry. Uh, this is we should go into the plot. This is basically the story of the worst escape room ever. Uh, yeah, it's, it is a there. It's. It's a business prisoner in a in Basically, a cube. it's like, gosh, there's so many. It's like metamorphosis. There's so many things like this that I've yeah. seen, that I've either seen or read before. It's it's a guy wakes up in a cube. He has no memory of who he of who he is or his life before this cube, and it's just a series of just it's improbable characters come through the cube in like a whirlwind. It's a series of audition tapes. Uh, basically uh, people yeah coming in and doing bits and leaving and yeah it's about what is reality what is life mm-hmm. uh, and, at and one point and it's about like kind of the blurring of reality with your internal self yeah at so one that's, point that's like where someone, it ends. but anyway yeah. it gets it gets real meta mm-hmm. uh yeah and someone just explains what it's about a guy walks in and says, oh, we're in a TV play. And it's like, ah, Christ. He also compliments it. <laughs> it's like, way to pat yourself on the back, Jim. Yeah. He walks in. I, I, I found the quote. He walks in and goes, well, as I interpret what you're doing here, this is all a very complex discussion of reality versus illusion. The perfect subject for the television medium. And that pretty much sums up the, yeah. uh, the, 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 the tv play it's just what is reality uh and he's he's literally a prisoner of his own perceptions yes uh yeah it wakes up with um uh fucking garrett dillahunt uh wakes up in a suit you notice <laughs> that looked like him a little bit it's definitely not him like i don't think yeah, he, I know. I, he might not have even been alive unless he's unless out. he's a vamp unless he's a vampire yeah. Uh, no, it's an he, actor named Richard Shaw. Yeah, that's what he wants us to think. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and it's like a it's a prison spa room it's like checkered uh tile but like very clearly they didn't they couldn't afford much for sets so like when he bangs the walls it's like wobbly you can see corners you can see like equipment and stuff in the corners yeah (laughs) it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of like just a slight kick and you'll get out of this cube, buddy. It's cube. They have they had a cube and they built it in the middle of a room and then they yeah. filmed that. Yeah. Uh and he's like very politely imprisoned. Yeah. Uh he uh he he uh gets a stool. This guy this like there's like handyman guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who Arnie. comes in. Yeah, and he gives him a stool and he seems very helpful. Uh and then that's followed by Batman's parents. Uh, sure. Right? It's like rich, fancy people who are like, we're late for the show. I'm like, you're going to get shot. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get gunned down out Yeah, after watching Zorro. And they do a thing, and it's sort of the point, but like he keeps getting like politely kept in the cube because there's doors that go in and out. Mm-hmm. And from a, like, from a logistics standpoint, it's like, dude, you need to like push your way through the door right we've seen how flimsy this wall is just dip your shoulder down and let that wall have it man yeah but like in no like in the world in the universe where we're led we're supposed to think this cube is inescapable he's trapped yeah they still do stuff where like the fancy people come in and they're like come on let's go oh you forgot your coat and he goes oh and like turns around and then they've already closed the door and it's like yeah you don't need like pleasant trees right now you just need to body check your way through I will, the door i will say that that doesn't necessarily ring false to me because that's the premise of so many horror movies like how many horror movies occur because people didn't want to seem rude yes but in this case it doesn't quite work because he's woken up in a cube prison yeah you see you figure as soon as the door was open and you'd, you'd sprint towards it yeah i, and I would I know- throw babies out of my way to get to that door Right. Later, they make it clear that the, it wouldn't have worked. No. But, I mean, the, again, this is like an art film. So, like, the fact that he's, like, ref- not quite leaving is, it's, it's, a, it's a heightened reality. No one's acting like a human. No. Including the main character, which I think is actually kind of a mistake uh, for what they're trying I to do. I think he's mostly grounded. Mostly, but in terms of the logistics of getting out of the cube... He has a lot of chances to get the fuck out of the cube. But the idea is later he's kind of conditioned to not leave it. Well, yeah, when the guy finally comes in, it's like, all right, you got to get out of here. He doesn't trust him anymore. That's my, yeah, that's the the part that I enjoyed the most because the gag is, the gorilla gag I thought was great. Right. And it's, it's, it's clear that like the gorillas are just Jim Henson. Like they, they sound like animal. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) For people who don't know. Obviously, people don't know. Near the end, he by the time because it's a series of like mind games. Yes, that they start playing are, with it's, him. It's like it's like David. I in the ending, I almost thought I was I was like, are they going to the game us? It's like David Fincher's the game. They in <laughs> one point localized in an entire room. In one point, they I mean, the entirely game in one room is what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah. they do the game him at one point. Is yes. they all come out and go? It's all a gag. The it's almost like an interrogation. Like they're breaking him down mentally. So they do these techniques. Like oh, pretty woman comes in, and uh, like things keep appearing and disappearing, and then a couch appears, 
and a and a bar appears and they start having a drink and they kiss and then immediately a bunch of doctors come in and he's immediately dehumanized mm -hmm. and humiliated the woman gets up and she's like clinical and she's talking to the nurse and she's like oh next time you kiss the guy this guy was de bad and the doctors are in vet like are getting his vitals and then they all hustle out uh and the, the gorilla part is basically someone has like, get out. And he's like, no, I'm not because you're going to trick me. I'm going to walk out that door and like two gorillas and tutus are going to drag me back and then dance around me. Uh, and he's like, come on, man, it's fine. And then he's and he finally he's like, look, if all right, I'll do it. But I'm going to be mad if it's some bullshit. And he starts to walk out. And then sure enough, two gorillas and tutus mm -hmm. drag him back in. Come and fuck his shit up. I thought that was a good gag. Yeah. Uh, Plus they they just it was just animal they just sounded like animal yes <laughs> so that yeah. was delightful the strawberry jam is a thing throughout there's a, the first stool has tra star strawberry jam right right that's because he On uses it. he uses his stool to smash this noise maker right, at the end because, and it's full of strawberry jam right so it's all a big loop mm -hmm. uh so yeah the first yeah it's the handyman then Batman's parents then Alfred. Uh, otherwise known as Thomas the manager. I was really hoping it would just stay that way. There'd be a Joker and like. I mean, there are two clowns that come in and do a, a an old a vaudeville bit. act. Yeah. Yeah, business mimes. Um, they talk about how there's other cubes, and they don't really get into that. Mm -mm. Uh, it implies a plot that that is there. Well, I think it's you know, like knowing who Jim Henson was and like the kind of shit he was into and like the kind of like his kind of philosophy i feel like this movie is sort of like like you just got to get out of your headspace man like you know yeah. it's like everybody has to find their own door everybody gets out of the cube eventually but it's 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 all it happens different ways and in their own time this is all the information we're given and because it's just it's about why it's like it's like examining why are you so hung up on your perceptions which is yes. a very that's a very dude in college <laughs> viewpoint but i mean that the was, cube yeah. the cube is like life man um yeah it's it's, like it's, a, it's, a, it's a, you're, you're stuck in a prison of your own creation and then you allow yourself to continue to be stuck in that prison because you are a slave to your perceptions and how you interpret things and how you right. feel like you need to fit into society and he he says something like i i'm sick of all these games and this intellectual crap and mm. people keep changing and lying and it's it's like yeah it's life you're describing life you're describing life man like i know <laughs> like jim hands is like you're all they're phonies it's like well yeah, yeah yeah you're gonna meet some people who say one thing and do another thing that's the world right <laughs> some people lie yeah exactly and then um, they have that one scene where the the lady comes in and talks to him and every time it cuts back to where she just gets older and older it's a different actress right and they that's where he's like you keep changing people keep changing mm -hmm. like there's literally people like transforming before him yes uh it's like it's dream logic the whole thing's dream it's logic. dream logic yeah exactly yeah he gets a telephone and i was at that point i was like oh that's a pretty like free rent you know free telephone all the chocolate rabbits that you can have sex with like it's 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 not a bad cube chocolate rabbits are full of diamonds too oh yeah they are but you got to be careful though because some nazis will come in and take it yeah remember the one nazi yeah. who fucking slipped <laughs> yeah <laughs> at oh, one point too, they're not explicitly nazis but at one point too like 
extremely fashy police officers come in that are yeah. also German. Um, and one of them almost just eats complete shit on the floor. It it's is pretty very great. funny. <laughs> and yeah. it almost certainly was not intentional. Right. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely not. And then they're they're like, let's arrest him. And he's like, no, I didn't do anything wrong. And it's like, well, in the logic of this, let them arrest you because maybe then you get out of this cube. That's the He'd- point. i know that's the point man (laughs) that's the point he would rather not be taken away and stay in his own prison because it's what he understands i know but it's still like he still wants to get out Mm -hmm. of the cube man the stupid wobbly cube also additionally to be fair i wouldn't want to go wherever these nazis were taking me (laughs) no 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 that's that's fair that's fair um what what do would you say is the worst the worst bit? Uh, I don't know. I didn't like uh, Jared Leto with a bowl cut. The uh, the, the guitar guy. Oh, I liked the musicians. I thought that oh, was really? a fu- I thought that was a fun bit. It was a fun bit. I guess like uh, just a feeling of pure dread when a man with an acoustic guitar walks into a room. Yeah, like man, in any in any situation. Right, but especially somebody this. whips out a guitar at a gathering, you're like God. Yeah, but especially in the 1960s. Especially in 1969 when a dude strolls in with an acoustic guitar and a Beatles haircut. You're like, oh, God. Fuck. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna start singing to us about dragons and submarines. Yeah. I liked the the escapee. I liked that little mind fuck. Although he was he was like my my cube has squares yours has rectangles and it was like they're kind of still squares right like they didn't look like rectangles it's but perception thought, Dave. Oh, damn it a damn square it. is a rectangle he got me again he got me again yeah. also leave it to jim henson to obsess over shapes of course. like that's such a jim henson thing i'm surprised there wasn't a single fucking muppet in this yeah i mean but, we got close we got the gorillas that sound like animal yeah 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 um yeah and he keeps trusting everybody who uh who comes in then there's the this is all a television play guy mm-hmm. uh to be real meta which in the in the in what this all represents does that really work kind of if you're not if you if you're not 30 minutes ahead of the movie i think it probably hits okay yeah. like if you haven't already figured it out and they're like well this is just a television play you're like okay i don't even understand what end is up at this point like yeah. i think that's the the intent they have was to like make, to meta them right to make you experience kind of what this guy is going through right and there's it's also the question again questioning what is reality you mm-hmm. go beyond the the frame um and <laughs> oh and then there's the, <laughs> the guy uh who comes in and he's just <laughs> like he says this is a mausoleum to whiteness is he the only black character uh yes and he's actually credited as black militant that's perfect it wasn't yeah, as, it wasn't as cringeworthy as i was expecting no um it, it's another one where it's like i'm not sure why this is in there i would have put this on the cutting room floor yeah but it's, i don't i don't know why that that was weird that didn't make much sense it's uh, uh it's exactly what it sounds like a black militant looking man comes in oh no wait i and, get it i get it what He's in a he's in a prison of whiteness. Like I get what he's saying. It's like he's just further commenting on the the world 
and re- like, and reality no. that he's constructed for himself. Yeah, hundred percent. I also I also was like, you're right, uh, uh, black man. This movie is a mausoleum to whiteness. It sure you're is. Right. <laughs> it sure is. That, that's what it is. It's it's this all. It's this movie filled with a bunch of honkies and then yeah, this doing, one angry black this man fucking, comes in. It's, yeah, it's a bunch of college ass kids who get. You know, to uh, fucking navel gaze on their parents' dime while like plenty of other people have to just go fucking work as soon as right. high school is over. And, and he's kind of the best character because he walks in, and he's like, "This is bullshit." Exactly. <laughs> like he just he basically just grabs. He's like, "You need to get the fuck out of this cube." Like it's uh, this is entirely. Yeah. He's like, "This is entirely of your creation. You need to just he, leave." Yeah, he represents the audience in a way because he's just like, "Just here's the door. Get out." Yeah, just leave. Get out. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. and it's like. I, this a lot of this uh, that scene in particular but a lot of this movie made, made me think of the um there's a really old family guy bit where he talks about like his uncle one of his great uncles who was a great philosopher thomas griffin and it's this guy it's peter sitting there in a chair just staring off in his face with his hand on his chin just thinking and then his wife walks up and says thomas you need to get a job and he says why <laughs> like that's this entire movie <laughs> yes and i'm i'm at least happy that the movie at least represents characters who are aware of that yes uh because there are a few parts where they're like this is bullshit mm. this is pretentious horseshit and it's it like never, no you're not wrong Jim. It, yeah it never got I, I think yeah i think this 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 movie is self-aware enough and jim henson himself was self-aware enough that it, it yeah. never it never felt super pretentious to me I, beyond, I'm a fan. Beyond just being what it is, an hour-long art film about a man stuck in a single room. Yeah, I'm a fan of Jim Henson, of course, but... Yeah, obviously. this It's fun to make fun of him in the context of this movie, because he is still just like, you know, the puppet-wielding hippie. Yeah. And that's fine. I mean, he helped, you know, he helped raise me. Raise me. It's, it's uh, yeah, I appreciate he's, it. Yeah, he's an extremely he's creative man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, but I feel like if I was sitting around like smoking a bong with him, I probably would be like, you know what? I got to go, Jim. I don't know. Like uh, I've heard, I don't know. Like I've heard stories like the Kermit the Frog was just a voice he would do in class. Really? And he'd just be like, <laughs> just like uh, <laughs> fucking make people laugh. Just a f- yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time to do the assignment. Um, <laughs> it's a solid voice. Yeah. It's um, not a bad one. It's pretty fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're not like if you haven't been conditioned to understand that that's Kermit for your entire life and you just hear that shit out of the blue. <laughs> oh yeah, that's just crazy. One of the first times I got high, my friend started doing Kermit the Frog at me and it just fucked me up. Yeah. And I knew what Kermit was. Yeah. Imagine uh, if you didn't have like those defenses, like if you were exactly. if you didn't have a natural defense against Kermit the Frog voice. Right, you build that shit up. It takes years. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, <laughs> you don't even th- you don't even think about how fucking wild it is anymore. Yeah, like just it for is. a minute, just sit and think about how fucking out of control the whole the concept of Muppets are. Oh yeah, like, that's what the one fuck of my is this. One of my favorite interviews of all time is John Stewart interviewing Kermit because multiple times it just he just breaks down in the absurdity of the moment mm-hmm. like he gets really you uncomfortable to, you want to talk to kermit not the puppeteer not the puppeteer exactly yeah, you're looking at kermit when you're speaking to him yeah puppeteers are hilarious i worked with puppeteers on a short and uh 
Yeah, they're very sensitive about being seen because, of course, they would. That's the whole game, yeah. That's the whole point. Yeah. Uh, and they like, yeah, you talk to the puppet, don't talk to them. And it's like, ah, Christ. It's not Just that. be a human. Oh, uh, like when you're given direction. Yeah, that's one thing. <laughs> but like <laughs> When if you're, you're anything. Yeah. But I mean, if you're in the scene, yeah, talk to the puppet because that's the character. Right. But like, I th- it's the same way an actor will stay in character. So they're staying in puppet between shots you know mm-hmm. oh for sure and it's yeah. like uh, some exhausting Christ. ass we just we already mentioned jared leto but some exhausting ass jared leto <laughs> exactly Can you imagine fucking De- the de niro of puppeteers <laughs> i don't know even, what that is what would that even is be? that like he just goes elf? and sleeps in a felt factory for it might be alf that guy's out because of his mind <laughs> that guy is absolutely out of his mind the <laughs> yeah. guy look up go ahead and look up the behind the scenes of elf if you haven't yeah. that that set was uh horrible yeah the the guy who yeah alf specifically was just a deranged madman i'm sure you've seen the outtakes where he repeatedly says the n-word mm-hmm. and by repeatedly i mean uh rambles in succession mm-hmm. uh it's wild mm-hmm. that show god damn what a show to work on what a nightmare yeah um i was gonna say where are we in the film but it doesn't really it doesn't end. really matter the business mime's coming out i wanted him to take that child hostage he doesn't take a single hostage in his cube no and all i could think about when that kid rode in on his like fancy little tricycle i was like this kid is like 60 now yeah oh yeah and and he's like i was in the cube and people are like what's the cube and he's like never mind it's a jim henson movie you know no you know the cube uh the pallbearers come in and they put down a casket and i'm pretty sure the pallbearers are the band from earlier yeah and I, most I think people they... play multiple roles in the movie oh, okay yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. like at the um, end like when they right at this scene when like people pop out of the casket and they reveal it's a party and like he points to one of the women and he's like i bet you're not even really a woman and the person takes off their wig and it's the mailman right yeah, that's it's just it like um everything is everything. Right, like ev- I think everybody plays at least well not everybody, but most of the people play a couple of different characters. Right, and it works, but it's also probably good for limiting your cast. Mhm. Uh, like I think the two business mimes are the two Nazi cops. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. They're- <clears throat> They get that on their fucking resume. Business well, mime I and Nazi cop. They're probably both dead, but yeah. <laughs> Most of the people involved in this I film imagine have it's passed. on their resume. Yeah. I mean, this was fucking half a century ago. Yeah, that kid's probably dead too. He Let's, might be. Who knows? Who knows what horrible yeah. accident might have befallen him in the last five decades? Yeah, you don't need to know this, but yes, Jim Henson is credited as Gorilla's voice. Oh yeah, of course. I was just looking at the cast. Um, nobody that there was nobody that like popped out, right? Not, I'm sure not all... really. A couple of people were are uh, were Muppeteers. Yeah, I yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I see. Like someone did a CSI on this list. That means let's see who who's alive here. I'm not I'm not gonna try to. Figure gosh, that like out. almost no. I'm sure like no one. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. I just I just I just looked it up. Uh, the cube is is currently unavailable. <laughs> on uh at yeah. least on amazon and again you're not gonna you know we we saw a special copy that's what i'll call it and uh well a copy that was provided to us mm-hmm. and uh it uh you know uh, again i don't think people need to see this 
to no, understand what we're describing. It's clearly airing on something. It might even be on his website because there's like a, a at the end of the credits, there's like a, a modern Jim Henson Studios tag with the fucking URL at the bottom. I'm like, all right, well, right. This, this was not 1969, but it was in fact um, performed as live stage adaptation in 2007 by a German fringe theater group called Glass Booth. So, oh, you know, you can yeah. check that out. Mm. <laughs> mm. It's also based on a short story, apparently, uh, called The Squirrel Cage, or it's at least very similar. Uh, so I guess just read The Squirrel Cage. Yeah, know? I mean, it's it's like metamorphosis, too. It's like yeah, a, lot it's a lot of, of things. Uh, what is it, like five strangers in a room or something? There's a couple of yes. Twilight Zone episodes that are like and this. It's, it's one of those where, like, when it starts, you're like, okay, is this going to be literal or is it going to be a big artsy uh, motherfucker? It's and of, it's the latter. It's a bit of both, but more the latter. More the latter. because it, So he's presented with the, the coffin and a gun, and I'm like, oh, use that gun. Take the kid hostage, you oh, as fool. Soon as, as soon as he puts the gun to his face, I was like, fuck yeah, Jim Henson in college. Yeah, yeah. He made he made an animated feature in college. Or not an animated feature, animated short in college about like nuclear war or a bomb. Oh, uh, a nuke, I remember A nuke that. detonating in America, and it's fucking horrifying. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure his college stuff is way better than, say, George Lucas's. Have um, you seen his um like the the first time he did Cookie Monster? It's like a for I feel like it's like an IBM ad or is, is, there's like a short I think he did even before that where it's like one of the earliest examples of the Muppets. It's pretty wild. I've definitely seen early Muppets and it's always horrifying because it's like we don't have the budget, so we're just throwing a bunch of bullshit mm-hmm. on our hands. Yeah, and and it's it's yeah it's horror a horror show. Uh. Yeah, so then he he shoots himself and nothing happens. Does it, is it it's jam squir- comes it's, out? It squirts him with ink. Oh, it's ink. Yeah. Uh, and then everybody jumps out and they're like, "Yeah, you did it! It's a, it's all a joke." And that's when he's like, "All right, fuck this! Uh, fuck well, he, you!" He punches fuck a guy. You. <laughs> he punches yeah, he punches a guy. A guy. He chokes the uh, manager for a second. Yeah, and they all have it coming. And yeah. he 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 gets to kind of the moral. Um, as he's like, "I know who I am." I don't know what bullshit you guys are pulling. Everybody's everybody's full of shit and lying and changing, but I know who I am, god damn it. Uh and it's like, all right, sure. Uh and it's the idea of like reality, I'm I'm reality. It, like nothing else ha- matters. It's, it's me. Reality. It's my perception. Yeah, it's entirely per- uh perception. Yeah. It's who I am. Mm-hmm. Uh and I am a man who's going to walk out that fucking door and he walks out the door and he is in a hallway and and then it's like the apartment this, building for it's like dana's apartment building from ghostbusters it is yes <laughs> it is wherever they had available yeah i mean it's yeah. i'm sure it's just the same studio with like you know a little hallway set up yeah it looks good though because it's all white so it looks dreamlike and then this like dude comes out and he's like good job you not a lot of people take a while to get out and it's like and he it's still you can't quite tell if he knows uh if he like if he if he knows who he is now or what happened and then the guy's like just uh let's go into my office and i'll need you to sign some papers and he does it and i'm like don't do that don't don't follow that man anywhere but again i couldn't tell how aware he was of what had happened to him Mm -hmm. he goes into the office 
and he's like, I, I, I just figured it out. I'm the, I'm the real one. You know, I can feel things. I, if I get cut, I hurt. I get hurt. And he accidentally cuts himself and, uh, and he's like, oops, I, I actually am bleeding. And the guy's like, taste it. And he tastes it. And he's like, it's jam. No. And then that's how it ends. Yep. Everything. Gets, disa- oh, no, every, he turns the, back in the, the office cube. disappears. Yeah. And then he's back in. He's back in the white holodeck. Um, and so I, I would assume the moral there is we can't really trust ourselves either. Uh, we might be filled with jam. Like what is perception? It doesn't, it's not our bodies. It's not our physical bodies. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what do you, what would you take from the stupid jam ending where his blood is jam? Uh, it's the same thing I've been saying. Like, it, yeah. re- reality is entirely based on perception, so the only thing that really matters is your internal self. Right. That's what I'm saying, too, is that his body is also not reliable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That there's something beyond the body is is the point. Yes. What do you think, what is your favorite, if we talked about, like, the literal... The different versions of that they keep like being like, ah, it's all a game or this. What was your favorite version of that? Like what it could have literally been? Not that that's the point of the movie. I don't, I don't know. I don't know that I thought about it because what the game was became so clear to me so quickly. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I never really thought about like, well, what could this be if, if what this person was saying was literally true? I honed in on it. Uh, this is why I'm asking it. Uh, because there was one that popped out that I was like, that would have been cool. Um, where the guy comes in and he's like, the time that the guy tell the gorilla part, where he's like, okay, your time's up, you gotta leave. And the wording of your time's up, and he's like, we got other people to go in here, you can you can book another session. And I really liked the idea that in the future, there was like a, the equivalent of one of those um, sensory deprivation chambers that that separates you from your identity. Uh, that would have been a cool sci-fi idea. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if people were paying and they're like, yeah, let me do an hour. And the hour just fucks you up. Yeah. Mentally. It's, that, uh, it's what's the name of that game that Morty plays in Rick and Morty where he lives an entire oh, yeah. life. <laughs> Some guy. Ro- Roy? Roy, I think. Yeah. Yeah. There's a VR version of Roy in the VR Rick and Morty. That's uh, pretty hell fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like it breaks you down. And it's like, I thought that would have been a cool idea if the moment he left the room, he was like, oh, right. Yeah. Sorry. I remember everything now. That was, that was great. Uh, that was really recalibrating. Like if it was just a really casual futuristic therapy that people did, um, I thought that would be the coolest, like, you know, the, the movie very, like we've said, like you, you learn pretty quickly. Like they're not, there's not going to be a literal interpretation of what this cube is. Mm -mm. Um, I also like the old man who like just peeps his head in and he's like, "What if you're dead?" And then <laughs> leaves. Yeah, and then and it's fucks like, "All right, off. check." It's like, "All right, check. thank you for blowing my entire yeah. mind." Let's check that one off the box because that's that's one people always say, right? In like in like movies where it's a group of people who don't know how they got there. Mm-hmm. One asshole is always like, "What if we're dead?" Yeah, what if we've been dead for time? Oh no, no, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait <laughs> wait until lost comes on tv oh uh, uh, lost you think jj abrams saw this and he was like but a whole tv show no just yeah <laughs> no because he didn't think that far ahead no he really didn't 
Oh, that show. Now, that's a show. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. a show. That is a television yeah. program. Uh, how would you rank this <laughs> with the other Cube films? Uh, you know, the, behind, the classic Cube. Behind, okay, I think this is third, behind Cube and Gleaming the Cube. Okay, part of the Cube series that everybody knows. So the Cube, then Gleaming the Cube, then this, and then would you go with Cube, what is it, two, and then Cube zero? Mm-hmm. That sounds like the right order, right? The cube, gleaming the cube, Jim Henson's the cube, cube two and cube zero of the cube films. I would, here's the thing, gleaming the cube, also an exploration, what is reality, uh, if not to skateboard, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's the only time, it's, that's the only time your perceptions are real is when you're gleaming the cube. Exactly. Uh, it's hard to rank it with the rest because it's the part of the series that kind of deviates the most from you know, what the vision of the series is. Mm -hmm. So like the cube and gleaming the cube are two very different moods in terms of things I want to watch. So, but you would put this third. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. It's, it's, it feels like a third. Mm -hmm. Feels like a number Um, three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, God damn it. I I don't know what else to say, man. (laughs) I was about to say, I think I pretty much, I'm looking at my uh, notes, and I pretty much exhausted it. I mean, it is it is a bad movie. It's like <sighs> I I think there's, and I'm okay saying that because I do like it when people who I consider like creative geniuses make crap because it means there's hope for everyone. Yeah, of course. Nobody yeah. nobody's out there batting a thousand. Yeah, uh, and it's like. This is early, just fucking stoner Jim Henson. Yeah, just trying some reality shit out. Yeah, for a fucking hour. Mm-hmm. That's that is, that's really the like that's that's the part that makes this really unenjoyable. I am so glad it's only an hour because yeah. it's the longest goddamn hour. It was ever. a long hour, man. Why did it take you so long? Did you have to just keep I kept like, stopping to, like, it? Stop it and like back it up because I would just zone out and not be paying attention. Yes. I made a note like early on. I was like, Dave, you pay the fuck attention. I drank a coffee. I, f- I focused because I was like, I do not do not want to watch any of this a second time. Yeah. Because it's all a white room and motherfuckers coming in and saying a bunch of bullshit at each other. Mm-hmm. And it's, oh, Christ. Isn't this a predicament? And then they leave. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you, yeah, I really could just, 20 minutes. 20 minutes at, at the most, yeah. Jim. The fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck's your problem. <laughs> Fuck's your problem, Jim Henson. Yeah, you piece of shit. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm sick of your bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We can, we can stop. I think this we probably is a, can stop. This yeah. is an hour long, um, hour long, um, I, I keep calling it movie, but like a TV show. It's a film. It's uh, a play. I don't know. Play. It's TV play. TV play. Uh, so like, uh, uh, you know, we're not going to give it as much time as a movie, I guess. Mm-hmm. Especially when, as you guys can probably tell, very little happens. Like this would be an exhausting play, right? to like see yes like that's i guess that's the thing about this is like again like your liquid televisions your adult swims it really is ahead of its time and the idea of like being high and watching tv 
and some bullshit coming on, you're like, what the fuck? Like, there is that, there's meta jokes, there's, um, like, uh, uh, levels of humor that I guess probably were funnier back in the day. Like, I bet this blew a lot of minds, because it is ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. Uh, or people but, just watched it and were like, I don't understand that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Went on with their lives. Oh, yeah. I can imagine a lot of, like, older people just, just tuning in because this is back when TV just forced you to watch. Yeah. Where they're like, you have three options. Appointment television. There were three channels. Yeah. Imagine if you're like, like, there's some shitty sitcom on one. There's, like, a, a baseball game and then there's this. And you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, I mean, I'd be it's, watching it's, the baseball game. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> like, it's just most, like, no wonder it only showed twice. Uh, I'm surprised it actually ran twice. Because I feel like they'd get, like, calls, the network, being, people like, what is this? Shut this off. Yeah. My life, I, I, I'm, I, I, we're, we all die when we're, like, 50. Uh, we're all, we're all just, like, you know, we're working miserable jobs. I don't want to come home to this, to this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, but I, I guess what I was getting at is, I wonder if, yeah, people felt the length. Even like, like, even if I was high watching this, I feel like I would have fast forwarded it a bit. <laughs> because yeah. if you're high and watching this, it would feel like a fucking eternity. Yes. Um. All right. That's all. Yeah. I would say. I would say if you're a Jim Henson fan, go go watch it. Find it and watch it. Um, otherwise you probably don't need to watch it. No, you can, you can live the rest of your life. Yeah. We've, we've done it for you. We, we, we jumped on that grenade for you. It's not going to blow your mind. Mm -hmm. What would you say if someone wants to explore like the question of what is reality? What should they watch? Uh, yeah, it's a tough question, I guess. Yeah. I mean, like, like this, uh, I mean, any of the things that I mentioned, um, Or just like the Matrix. Yeah, the Matrix, fucking Blade Runner. Open your eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking. You know what? Watch Groundhog Day. Sure. That I think that's all these movies. You could just watch Groundhog Day, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at a list of them. They put on the butterfly effect. Remember that movie, Tom? Mm-hmm. That was a movie. It's a film. Yeah. Source code. Yeah. This list wants me to watch source code. Hmm. Yeah. We should probably go. We should be done, yeah. Hey, 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 you. mouth. <laughs> Thank you so much uh, for continuing the bit. This was painless. Like, again, this is an hour. Like, you didn't hurt me, you know? Mm-hmm. We're fine. We're yeah. in one piece. So, so thank you for this. Um, I'm, I'm excited for the next Cube movie, and then the next Cube movie after that, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was done through our Patreon, and if you're interested... You can go to patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. Uh, if you go on there, you can find exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman mm. and Fox Mulder is a Maniac, as well mm. as our new show, Star Trek The Next Futurama. Uh, there's a new episode of that on our Patreon right now. There sure is. Uh, we also have a store at tpublic.com slash store slash gamefully unemployed where you can get t shirts, masks, mugs, stickers, posters, all kinds of things. So check that out. Check it out. And watch uh, Waking Life. Yeah, watch The Fountain. Ooh, I love The Fountain. Someone make us watch The Fountain. Mm. Tom, Tom, oh, Tom. You know what? I, I hate to spoil it. In like a, a month and a half, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to get to see Gosford Park, my friend. Oh, good. We're, we ha- yeah, 
We're gonna we're gonna be watching Gosford Park. Finally. So everybody be be stoked for Gosford Park. Yeah. Uh that yeah, you wanna talk about nature of reality. Gosford Park. Gosford Park, man, it's all about, yeah. Yeah. Opening up the doors of perception. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's every time I look at Michael Gambon, like that my mind is blown. Mm-hmm. I feel like he is even more part of the universe every time I see him. Yeah, he is the cube of people. Truly, uh, yeah. Who else who else would earn that superlative but Michael Gambon? <laughs> 